Today we have Rakib Araya from General Mills. She's here joining us to give a little bit of insight on how General Mills has been doing an exceptional job at providing great customer service. And tell us a little bit about how your involvement and working with General, General Mills has helped move that forward. Um, well, when I started General Mills 18 years ago, I started on the phones um, oh, nice. as a contact center agent. Um, and throughout the years, um, I'm, I've been devoted to consumer care, customer service um, all my life, even before General Mills, that's where I started. Um, ironically, I didn't go to school for that. I started General Mills um, while going to school for marketing and business ad admin, but kind of fell in love with providing service, um, being in service of people. So it kind of went hand in hand for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's not very often you meet people that started on what a lot of people would consider the front lines and then just show a strong aptitude and love and passion for the people that it helps propel you forward in your career. And 18 years strong, you're still here. Strong, yes. And I guess what were some of the biggest challenges? Because this is where a lot of times people see people move from one company to another into a leadership role, mm -hmm. but being able to grow within the company is a whole different level of challenge. And what was able to help you succeed in that front? Um, having really great mentors. Okay. Um, my previous managers, um, they saw what I could provide for General Mills, for our consumers, for our customers, um, and being able to be my champions and my sponsors throughout my career. So. That's awesome. So yeah. they believed in you yes. and they worked with you to help they worked you with achieve. me to develop me, to help me grow. So. And how have you applied that learning or what's been given to you in now how you work with others? Well, I uh, paid forward. Um, so now I'm leading a team, and I'm a big proponent of being a servant leader. Awesome. Uh, for me, that's making sure that I'm developing, I'm helping them grow in their career or personally. Um, that's how we pay it forward. That's very good. And how do you implement that, like in coachings, when you're working with people? Because um, I, I understand where you can work with them on, mm -hmm. uh, on giving quick feedback and helping them feel motivated and passionate yes. about what they do. But then there's times where things can be a little bit more critical or you got to push for something that is not going to be as fun of a conversation. How do you handle those situations? Um, so I'm, I do one-on-ones weekly okay. without fail, um, whether it be, um, and I never cancel them unless I'm out sick for whatever reason. I'm, somebody told me once, like, never, ever cancel one-on-one. It was a, a senior leadership. So that kind of stuck with me. Um, so I never cancel them, making sure that it's their time. Mm -hmm. So they're leading that conversation, my one-on-one. So if they're struggling with something, it's not me telling them, oh, this is what you're doing, but them telling me, this is where I'm struggling. So how can I support you? Like, what do you need from me to kind of help you get over that hump? Awesome. I, I think that's one of the biggest challenges. So because you're not, you're not being the boss, it's like, no. this is what you got to do. Yes. What is wrong? Yes. <laughs> no. You're a problem. No. You're, you're doing it more in providing them their time, their space, and an environment, and helping guide them. Guide them. That's if you listen, they always come up with a solution. If you don't have to provide them a solution, they will always find their path. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're more committed when they find their own path and their own solution. So. That's good. And yeah. that, so that works very well in developing them and helping, helping them feel appreciated and yes. like that they're doing the right thing. And how do you, I guess that's once they're there, how does it get to the point where they actually become part of General Mills? How do you choose the right people for your team? Um, well, <laughs> I think the right fit, it's hard. Interviews don't tell you the whole, you know, their whole background. Yeah. You know, can't tell or, or their resume isn't going to tell you who they are. Um, sometimes it's a gut feeling. Mm -hmm. um, but also, 
being able to advocate for themselves if they can really show me like this is what I've done and this is how I can help the organization kind of propel forward um, is what I look for. What kind of things do you try to avoid? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've... Do you, do you have like a favorite interview question? I don't. <laughs> Ooh, that's so when you, when you interview, you don't you just kind of wing it every have, time? Or? No, not wing. We okay. usually have. I mean, HR provides us. Okay, these are okay. kind of the guidelines that we kind of follow. So For it's consistency. like the consistency, so oh. that you know we're being fair. Yeah, that way they're not like he's got everything <laughs> completely different yes. than you. Yes, and that's why you can't really get calibrated. No. That right. makes sense, yeah. and that's actually okay. a good um, thing that you mentioned because it's all about being calibrated as well when you're trying to look for efficiency in an organization overall yes. if one guy is doing things completely, completely different, different than other it's, it's, it's hard, hard to calibrate yeah. but I do always throw in a fun question so oh. see you like Coke you, or Pepsi <laughs> and then do you fire them if they answer wrong yes, <laughs> like yes. Not, hire not, not hiring this person no <laughs> what's your favorite General Mills product then Oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Ooh. by far. You brought some, right? You got to share, share the love. Okay. <laughs> but I'll send some. Yeah, I, that's that's definitely one of my favorites it's too. Right? Yeah, you can't I go, go through a box like in a week. It's it's a problem. <laughs> a box of, no, right? Thank you, thank you. People usually be like, yeah, that's a problem. So. You just say like a box a day, and I was like, oh, that's well, the the mini one, yes. Maybe a problem, but no, a box a week. No, a box a week's not that bad. No. Yeah, and then um, so when it comes to supporting your team in order to help them achieve the because you have goals and targets which most every group does I'm sure yes <laughs> how do you help them move in the direction to achieve your targets um, making sure that first of all they're attainable like they're not setting goals that are far-reaching uh, they're okay. gonna make sure that you're setting goals that are that you're gonna be able to accomplish um, but also reassessing every time like you can't just set a goal and forget it okay. like quarterly um, mm -hmm. so when we do our one-on-ones we might not touch on it every weekly but quarterly we're going to say okay where are you at in this do we need to deprioritize something or add something else so constantly like rethinking okay and then if uh they consistently hit the goal and it stays about the same and you're reviewing it quarterly do you leave it the same or would you be adjusting it we can adjust. I mean, if they're consistently hitting it, like, are you just complacent? Are you, mm -hmm. are you looking for new challenges? Usually my team's pretty good about telling, oh, I'm kind of bored. Can you give me something else? Like <laughs> something that's going to challenge me a little bit more. And these so, are on the metrics that you're, you're yes. looking at? Mm -hmm. What kind of metrics do you typically try to look at? Um, so my team, um, I manage our systems team. So a okay. lot of our um, is just enhancements and deployments that we do. Mm -hmm. um, so just thinking out of, outside of the box to help our agents' lives a little bit easier. Um, and then I have a team that um, supports our sales team. So they're looking at how many um, cases or um, requests that they can handle on a given day or month. Okay. So. And do most of these individuals that work with you, are they working from home or at the office where you can spend time with them face-to-face? -face? They're primarily home. Um, okay. But we, we, we do what is called an all-aboard day once a month. Okay. Um, so I try to have them come in so we could do like moments that matter, whether it be birthdays that we can celebrate together or wins for the team. So, yeah. And, and so everybody lives within a general area in order to be able to do that, right? Most part. Um, I have 20% that are um, remote outside of the state. So okay. it's a little bit challenging with that, but we do incorporate them with virtual meetings and things like that as well. Do you find that it's 
more difficult or a bigger challenge to have them feel like they're part of the organization due to the fact that they can't come to these on-site? They do feel a little bit um, that they're they're not part just because when we're doing in-person things um, mm -hmm. at the headquarters, um, typically they can't join in. Um, so they do feel a little bit left out in a sense, um, but I try to make them feel included by either having it a virtual option if, it's, if, if I'm leading the, the meetings or the events, um, or sending them some the care package like from the event if we had something going on. Okay. And then all these, uh, the different operations, do you control it mainly in-house, or are there times that you work with third-party companies to support operations? Um, my team is all internal, so all general mills employees. Um, and then I have colleagues that manage our external vendors. Well. Yes. And for the colleague, so... On yours, it's a lot of it is support within the organization yes. primarily. Yes. Yep. So versus uh, direct interaction with consumers, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. And yep. what would you say is some of the biggest differences when it comes to supporting uh, direct consumers versus the internal clients? It's, I mean, they pose a um, different sets of challenges with consumers, um, making sure that you're available in the channel that they want, mm. when they want it. Um, internally, making sure that we're providing all that information, that insight, so that they can make impactful changes with our brands or products. So, Makes sense. Yeah. And what are, what are some of the targets or goals, or what's something that you're striving to attain in 2023 for General Mills and your team? For our team? Um, well, we want to implement some digital reimbursements. Right now, everything is via USPS. So, wow. you know, it takes at least a couple of weeks for them to get their coupons or yeah. checks. And I don't think that's a good customer experience. So, um, moving yeah. to the digital world. It's probably a little bit more difficult to track if With it's non-digital. Yes. Yeah. yes. It, once we send it out, you know, whether they use it or not, especially with checks, mm. less than $50. I mean, it's just out there in the ether. If they don't cash it, well, yeah. it's a loss, I guess. Yeah, and I guess some people, it's not a big deal. No. As long as they feel that you provided yes. a resolution that they feel like somebody actually listened to me and was trying to help me. Yes. But otherwise, but it's be, not so being much. able to track that is going to be, mm -hmm. you know, insight for us that we can yeah. leverage for a lot of things. So. You could always follow up, too, and be like, yes. hey, everything okay? <laughs> True. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes. And how do you guys build... Uh, brand, I forgot the word for it, but where people love the brand, brand engagement and ownership with uh, consumers, in, internal or external? Um, our, our brand teams do a lot of like that proactive okay. brand engagement and brand love. Um, internally, um, we try to highlight the voice of the consumer. I mean, mm. we are the front line, our, or our team is, so we got to make sure that we're highlighting what the consumers need and wants, um, yeah. and what their disappointments are. There's been things that have come back that we have discontinued because of consumer feedback. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that shows really actively listening yes. to them. They are, yes, we do. Do you have any fun or interesting stories that you can share of, like, a challenge that you had and you had to overcome? Um, let's see. I guess while you think about that, uh -uh. Um, so you you started you said you studied um, marketing, mm -hmm. right? But now you're focused more operations, operations would be the appropriate yeah. word yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're doing operations. How do you feel that your your marketing background has or, or education <laughs> has been able to edify or, or supplement and support your current role in operations? Um, I mean, making sure that 
people are aware of internally within general mills a lot of times when i'm out talking about consumer care mm. you're known as oh you're the complaints department <laughs> well no we do a lot more than that um so when we tell them like all the different things that we do and we manage and help they're like oh i mm. didn't realize that so just making sure that i'm putting face to i guess our organization and I guess a deeper understanding. So it's yes. almost like a little PR. It is, yes, you're right. <laughs> That's very yeah. cool. And what would you like to do more with uh, General Mills? What would make you feel more fulfilled? Because you've been there for 18 years. This is no longer like no. she just started. <laughs> no, this is a life not. thing. So it is, it is. What, what's your passion? Aside from being the CEO of General Mills, what oh, other things would you like that. to do? <laughs> I know most people probably would be like, oh, I want nope, I don't want to be a CEO. No, nope, I'm good with it. <laughs> um, I think for General Mills, we're con- we always say consumer first. Um, but when they say consumer first, they're more thinking about like the product design, mm-hmm. like, the marketing, the back oh. end of it. Um, so I want more of like the consumer data being incorporated into all the decision making. So that's, that's what I'm pushing for. I like that. No, that's very good. So it's, you know, you have the passion, like you said, for client services or customer service or consumer affairs and how you can move it into the digital age by taking some of the technology and helping yes. bring insights to things that may not be as easily yes. viewable. Yep. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing thank your you. thoughts and helping us understand how you've been able to help General Mills uh, succeed and make a career out of it. This has been fun. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. it.